The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented, of course, by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, actually recording this today from a hotel in Akron, Ohio. Your boy's on the call tonight for a little maction. It's time for some time for some maction. Akron Zips hosting the Eastern Michigan Eagles, 7 p.m. CBS Sports Network. And yes, I know a bunch of you will probably bet on that because that's what you guys do. That's why you listen or watch the Even Money podcast, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. I've got good news, bad news, and good news to start the show. Good news number one, Steve and I were both in the black. And if it weren't for the stinking Saints last night, we would have really been in the black. That's good news number one. Bad news. No Steve today. Uh, He's got a family issue he's dealing with That we'll probably talk about next week, but I want Steve to be able to present that how he wants to present it. Uh, But family issues, so Steve unable to join us this week. That's the bad news. The good news is we got some inside info, not from a professional better, but from a guy that was an orthopedic surgeon for an NFL team for a long, long time. That's my guy, Dr. Chow. At Pro Football Doc on Twitter, you got to check out Sports Injury Central, sportsinjurycentral.com. That's one of my secret weapons to get the info on the injuries. And Dr. Chow, not that what's going on with Steve's, uh, with Steve is perfect timing, but having you on the show is because there's a couple of games I'm thinking about betting on this weekend like the Bills, like the Titans, where I need your insight. By the way, it was awesome having beers with you and hanging out on Friday night. I was in San Diego calling San Diego State UNLV, so I got to meet uh, Doc Chow's 
wife and kids who are all amazing. Your house was incredible. Loved it. Loved hanging out with you. Um, and also love the information that you guys have been providing uh, at Sports Injury Central. So we got to start with Josh Allen, Dr. Chow. Um, you know I have an affinity for the Bills, my favorite team I played for. Just just give it to me straight. What, what are we looking at here? What are you thinking? Well, you know, it was certainly fun to have uh, a couple beers with you. We never even made it to official dinner except the drive-through in and out. Hey, that night. was good for me. <laughs> I, honestly, that's my ideal night. Doc Chow and I were supposed to go out to like some fancy dinner. Instead, I had several beers at his house. I had like a Tony Gwynn beer from Alesmith. I had some Ballast Point. Next thing I know, we're in a drive-through in and out, and I'm getting a triple triple. It was amazing. <laughs> and 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 I was worried you're going to call me bad news. At least you made it good news, but you did call me old. But I, you know, a long, long time. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's okay. Um, Josh Allen. Here's the thing. On Sunday from the command center, when it immediately happened, we made a video saying worry for ulnar collateral ligament strain, uh, sprain, and also for ulnar nerve issue, the way he was shaking his hand, the way that he was hit. And indeed, in his rookie season, he missed four weeks with an ulnar collateral ligament sprain. Look, I'm not saying it's a Tommy John. I'm not saying it is a Tommy John ligament. I'm not saying he needs Tommy John surgery. But on Sunday, we were saying, boy, Vikings seven and a half with these question marks is huge. I think it's been taken off the board, except I saw FanDuel at six and a half. Who knows? You got to look and see. And Chris Mortensen yesterday said, yes, they're evaluating the ulnar collateral ligaments and the ulnar nerve. Yes, Josh Allen threw the ball 70 yards downfield on the last play. However, the play before, he skipped one to Stefan Diggs. You can throw a ball with an ulnar collateral ligament sprain. But if you're the Buffalo Bills, Ross, and you're the Bills GM, if you say, look, he's got a sprain, but he can try and play through. But there's even this much risk that he takes another similar hit before it fully heals, and it could become a complete tear, which now needed surgery. What's your call going to be? A lot of caution here. The Bills are going somewhere this year. They need him in December and January. This is November. So if you, if you do some schedule watching, yes, this is Vikings. But in after the next three games come the Jets and Patriots, right, for the division. So I'm not in the room. The evaluation is still happening. The MRI is still happening. But there is a reasonable chance the sky's not falling. His season's not over. We're not saying it's Tommy John surgery. But it might be Case Keenum this week and maybe for a couple weeks. And that's not the worst thing for the Buffalo Bills, but that's certainly something to keep a huge eye, eye out for, for the lines, the totals, the the, the props, et cetera. Okay. So I guess that's the question. If they decide to be conservative with it, so you don't think it's Tommy John surgery or you don't think he's done for the – nothing like that. It, it's, it's either he tries to play through it or – he either tries to play through it or he sits out what would be a, a, an average number of weeks he would sit out to try to let it fully heal. Well, look, I haven't seen the MRI. It's just video from the game is all we have. And remember right after the game, Josh Allen said, a little pain, no big deal. I'm going to roll with it. And then came, 
you know, Sean McDermott, yeah, we'll tell you the next day. We're not so sure, right? It started to go south. And then Chris Mortensen saying ulnar cloud ligament and ulnar nerve evaluation. Look, if you go by his rookie year, it was four weeks. Hopefully it's not as bad. Um, and uh, hopefully this is much ado about nothing. I'm not suggesting this season is over, but this is a real injury to a throwing athlete. If this were his left elbow, it would be absolutely nothing. Look, he can still throw. The question is accuracy, but also the question, like we talked about previously on your podcast with Dak Prescott, it's not in his thumb. It's not just his ability to throw. It's ball security, but more important than that is it's the risk of refracture, which you now then lose another six weeks. Here it's a risk of making the tear worse. You can't control when your eyes are downfield what your arm or hand or elbow hits in terms of defenders. And because of that, I think if you project forward, and it's very early, look, we were on this Sunday, we are on this Monday, now it's Tuesday morning, that discretion is sometimes a better part of valor. Look, to return to play, you need the doc to sign off, the player to sign off, and the team to sign off. Even if the doc says he could play, but there is some risk, and Josh Allen says, I want to play, I'm good to go, the team may say, look, let's look at the big picture here and not – and to get some insurance on adverting disaster. That's all. Sounds like a lot of people in Buffalo need to drink some Labatt Blue Light uh, to try to cope with this injury to Josh Allen. There's no better way to cope with an injury to your star player than with the pristine Canadian goodness of a cold Labatt Blue Light in hand. Stock up, be the MVP of your tailgate, share a Labatt on game day with your crew. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo New York. All right. We got three other games, Doc, where you and I were texting. Um, and I obviously check out Sports Injury Central as well. But you feel like there's an edge to be had. Let's start with Thursday night football um, with the, the Falcons and the Panthers. Well, look, with you and your audience, they're all experienced betters. And I'm not a pick, 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 picker. I'm trying to give you the injury information. If your team that you like is the healthier side by a bunch, maybe you want to go two units. If your team that you like is the more injured side, maybe you want to hold off or go half a unit. It's a tool for your audience to go with. In the Thursday game, from an injury perspective, the Falcons still have some cornerback issues. Yes, they traded for Richard Fenton, but their number one and number three cornerbacks are still out. The Chargers couldn't really take advantage of that because Keenan Allen and Mike Williams were out. The Panthers, the question is, can they? They're still going with P.J. Walker. But what do you think about this? You've played in the NFL a long time in Thursday games. There's not a lot of time for preparation. And interim coach Steve Wilkes now fired two more assistant coaches. They weren't replaced. He's down four assistant coaches to game plan on a short week. How do you think that's going to work out there, Ross? I have no idea <laughs> why he did that or what the logic is for that. That I, I don't think it's going to work out that great. That That was surprising to me. It wasn't that surprising to me for this reason, Ross. When Matt Rule got fired, two other Matt Rule guys got fired immediately. These other two were the remaining two Matt Rule guys. They probably didn't fire them immediately because of the workload. This, I think this is always coming. I get what you're saying. It's a short work week. 
look, do you think David Tepper, he's worth billions, but is he going to give a new guaranteed couple-year contract to some assistant coaches without knowing what he's doing with his head coach? I mean, he's not flushing money down the drain. He didn't get to be a billionaire by doing that. So they're going to coach shorthanded on a short week. What's the effect? It's tough, as you know. It's already tough enough to prepare on a short week. What about Green Bay? I feel like they had six or seven guys go down. I mean, they've already lost five in a row, but they play the Cowboys. Just curious, how bad is it for Green Bay to the point where we should be laying the points for the Cowboys or not? Well, I'll give you the the good and the bad kind of at like you opened. Let's start with the good. Aaron Jones doesn't seem to be that significant, and it remains a possibility that he can play. He left in a boot as a precaution. We reviewed all the video, did not see a significant injury. He did limp some. The imaging is apparently okay. He's in the questionable category and possible. In the good, Christian Watson, they said, did not have a second concussion, that he was held out due to precaution. So maybe he's okay to go. The bad, Aaron Rodgers may have re-aggravated his thumb. Rashawn Gary, let's stay on the offensive side. Uh, David Bakhtiari on the exercise bike in and out of the game. This is a two-year-old ACL injury, uh, you know, lingering and and more follow-up surgeries. At the beginning of the season, we shorted the Packers because of Elton Jenkins at right tackle and David Bakhtiari at left tackle. They haven't had the protection, especially with, you know, younger uh, wide receivers. The bad, Romeo Dobbs. High ankle sprain from very early in the game, as we posted in-game at SICscore.com. Out multiple weeks. The really bad, Rashawn Gary, their number one pass rusher, as we posted in-game, tore his ACL on a non-contact play, changing directions. The bad, Eric Stokes, ankle and knee left in a boot and crutches, likely out for an extended period of time. So, that's a lot of new injuries. This was the first game against Detroit that Green Bay was actually, quote, healthier the entire season compared to the opposition. And now they jump right back to being unhealthy again because of this. And so take your information from that. If you already liked Green Bay, sorry, Dallas against Green Bay, you might push in some more here. If, you know, this is just injury information to factor in. And there's already been some line creep. It started at three, I think. And the last time I looked, it was four and a half because Rashawn Gary was announced, et cetera. Yeah, I'm looking right now on DraftKings Sportsbook. uh, And right now the Cowboys are laying five. Um, The last game I wanted to ask you about before we recap last week and get into my picks this week, Titans are hosting the Broncos. Is Tannehill going to be back this week, Doc? Because I didn't want to bet it last week. I should have. But I was nervous about Tannehill. I believe Tannehill has an excellent chance to be back this week. I mean, we're still early in the week, but I would anticipate he would be. Partly because of, you know, Malik Willis, five completions in two straight games only, you know. And they need Tannehill. And he's a week better from his high ankle sprain. It'll be three weeks now. I believe there's a good chance he plays. But from an injury perspective, you got to remember the other side. Don't forget about the Broncos. They had a bye week. They won in London. You know, everyone was saying Hackett was going to get fired, but they won in London. Russell Wilson coming off the hamstring, the last string. But the bigger issue is the offensive line. And you know how important offensive line is. I don't need to tell you. Left tackle's gone for the season. Right tackle has been in and out with issues and shuffling with the right guard. The center is now out. That's a lot of outs. We all know about the number one running back, Javante Williams, being out. That's a lot of outs for Denver. 
but also potentially we it's not an injury, but it can be looked at like an injury. The exit of Bradley Chubb, the trading of Bradley Chubb. I think that can affect teams as bad or worse than injury. And injuries, you rally around the team and your teammates and you say, let's make this work. We couldn't help it. This is the team trading your number one pass rusher, uh, cutting back and, and what's the downstream effect of that. And not to skip around games, look, uh, the Bears traded two of their top guys. Rokon Swift played very well yesterday. I think that one's one to watch too, Ross. We didn't talk about, about that because everyone's talking about how well Justin Fields did and how they hung with the Dolphins. But the Bears gave up 35 points after getting rid of their top two defenders. So that's a game to watch this week as well. The only reason we're not talking about the decimated defense is Justin Fields' unbelievable rushing performance that kept kept him in the game. Check this man out on social media, at Pro Football Doc. Does a terrific job. Big fan of SickScore.com. S-I-C-Score.com. That's for Sports Injury Central. SickScore.com. You can see the score of any individual player and overall team score and might just give you that little bit of an edge like Doc gives before placing your bet. Thank you so much, Doc. I appreciate it. Thank you, Ross. Um, Love that insight from Dr. Chow. Uh, And I'm so glad we were able to get him to fill in with Steve not able to make it this week. I'll tell you how Steve and I did last week. Uh, First, though, by the way, you know, everybody knows the market's not great. Here's the deal. If you sign up with my promo code at Masterworks, you can skip their wait list. Do you know what Masterworks is? Masterworks lets you invest in fine art from legends like Picasso and Bakesy by breaking it into shares. You guys know about diversifying your portfolio. You're smart. You diversify. I think most of you are smart. Anyway, at least my buddies that listen to this show definitely are and do very well and know about diversifying their portfolio. Masterworks has produced awesome results as recently as October, selling a painting for a 21.5% net return to their investors. In fact, six of their seven exits have given investors more than 20% net returns. What does it mean? If you put in 10K, you get out over 12K. That's simple. Skip their waiting list. Sign up with our special code MONEY. That's masterworks.com. Promo code money to skip their wait list today. See important regulation A disclosures at masterworks.com slash CD. Getting to know how we did last week. For the week, I was up one unit. Steve was up four units. Year to date, I'm up 11 units. Steve is now in the black, finally, and he's up three units. Texans, Eagles. I leaned Texans getting the 13 and a half. They covered. They lost by 12. Jets Bills was a best bet for me and Steve. And obviously the Jets were getting 13 and they won outright. So that's a best bet. In fact, Steve and I were 2-0 oh in our best bets last week. Hopefully you guys tailed us. Uh, Dolphins Bears. I leaned Bears. They covered. Vikings Commanders was another best bet. Steve and I both got the Commanders getting three and a half. Now, I got nervous to the end of that. They were up by 10 in the fourth quarter. Thank goodness the Vikings just kept taking a knee to kick that field goal at the end. Loved it. That's why the hook is so important. 
Steve and I both had two units on the Commanders. Another best bet that cashed for us. Patriots, Colts. I leaned, leaning, uh, laying the points with the Patriots, and uh, obviously they crushed them. Chargers, Falcons. Steve and I both leaned Falcons, um, getting the three points. They lost by three, so that would have been a push. Packers, Lions. Steve leaned Lions, which obviously was the right way to go. Raiders, Jags. We both had the Jags as a teaser leg. The difference is Steve paired it with the Bengals down to minus one, who won. I paired the Jags with the stinking Saints up to plus nine because they were getting three when we recorded last week. They ended up only being getting a point and a half. I had them getting nine points in the teaser, and the Saints still lost 27-13. Really, really bad performance by them. Jags obviously won the game outright. Panthers, Bengals uh, was a loss for me. I had the Panthers for only one unit, though, getting seven. They got smoked. We both leaned to the Seahawks in their matchup with the Cardinals. They won by 10. They're good. Cardinals stink. Rams, Bucks. Uh, I leaned Rams getting the points. They ended up losing and not covering. Uh, Titans, Chiefs, neither one of us had anything there. Remember, I had the if bet for Tannehill. Obviously, in hindsight, now I wish I would have just taken the Titans regardless. But when it was 9 nothing, I wasn't feeling that way. And then Ravens, Saints, Steve had two units on the Saints getting three, which had good closing line value. But unfortunately, uh, the Saints did not show up, did not come to play. Speaking, by the way, of coming to play, you guys got to play the market at Symbol. Pro Football Focus calls Symbol the perfect blend of sports and the stock market, offering a brand new way to invest in your favorite teams and profit off their success. And they are a thousand percent right. Here's what's crazy to me. You can download the Symbol mobile app for iOS right now by searching S-I-M-B-U-L-L in the App Store and use promo code MONEY to receive a free team stock valued up to $150 upon signing up. So you know how Fezzik always tells you to take advantage of the free money that the books are offering. Take advantage of the free money that Symbol's offering. You really do get cash dividends every time your team wins. I have stock in the Eagles. They keep winning. Code money to claim your free stock on the Symbol mobile app. We move forward to week 10 in the NFL. Obviously, Steve's not here to give you his picks. Unfortunately, I will give you mine. Atlanta is laying three on Thursday night. The total is 44 and a half. I am going to lean to Atlanta, laying the three. It's just a lean. If they were laying two and a half, I'd probably do it. But just a lean to me for Atlanta, laying the three. Sunday, we've got the Seahawks and the Bucks in Germany. Pretty interesting that the Bucks are still laying two and a half points. So you know the way I am with the Wong teasers with Steve. Seahawks getting two and a half. First of all, I'm tempted to just take the Seahawks getting the two and a half because they're the better football team. But secondly, 
The total is 44 and a half. I can tease them up to eight and a half. Yes, please. Teasing the Seahawks up to eight and a half and pairing them with the G-Men, the Giants. The Giants are playing the Texans. They're laying six and a half right now. I'm going to tease them down to just laying half a point. So all I need is the Giants to win the game, to not lose the game against the Texans. And Seattle has to keep it within one score against the Bucs. So that's a two-unit, two-team teaser for me with the Seahawks and the Giants. Then we get to Jags Chiefs. Jags are getting nine and a half, totals 50 and a half. I would lean Jacksonville. I like the way they played in the second half against the Raiders, but it's only a lean. Let's get to the Browns and the Dolphins. Dolphins are laying four, totals 48 and a half. By the way, total for Kansas City, Jacksonville, 50 and a half. I like the Browns. I like the Browns getting the four points for two units. You know, they're coming off a bye. They played great in that last Monday night game. Felt like they figured some things out defensively against the Bengals, and they played much better on that side of the ball. They do have a formula to try to keep the ball away from Tua and Tyreek Hill and Waddle. So I'm putting two units on the Cleveland Browns to keep that game close. I think that's going to be a battle. I mean, even the Dolphins-Bears game was a three-point game. So I, I like the Browns getting those four points. Then we have Lions and the Bears. The Lions are getting two and a half points on the road. Totals 48 and a half. So I like a couple things in this game. Number one, I like the over. Um, I know that Detroit's defense played pretty good against the Packers, but Aaron Rodgers threw three picks in the red zone, like in the end zone. So I'm going over the 48 and a half. The Bears are an over team now. Their defense stinks, and their offense has picked it up. The Lions weren't great offensively against the Packers, but the Bears' defense stinks. And the Lions' defense typically isn't very good. Fields has been on fire. So over 48 and a half for the Bears and the Lions for me. And I also like the Lions as a teaser leg going up to eight and a half because I feel like that'll be a close game. So I'm going to take the Lions, tease them up to eight and a half through the three, through the seven, even through the eight, which is an important number as Steve mentions now. And I'm going to pair them with the Steelers, who are getting two and a half at home against the Saints, who we just watched last night be terrible. So that's a two-unit play for me between the Lions up to eight and a half and the Steelers up to eight and a half in another two-unit, two-team teaser. Broncos-Titans. Now, interesting. Chow thinks the Titans are going to have Tannehill. He also mentioned some of the issues for the Broncos on the O-line. I like what I'm seeing from the Titans. Now, I know the Broncos had a bye, but I still don't believe in them. I don't think they're going to score very many points against the Titans. I'm putting two units on the Titans, laying the three, getting Tannehill back. Like Dr. Chow said, I think the Titans are just tougher than the Broncos. I think they beat up Russell Wilson and win that game. Then you've got Vikings-Bills. Can't touch it. Right now on DraftKings, 
The Bills are laying the six. Can't can't touch it right now. Totals 45 with the unknown. Doesn't sound like Josh Allen's going to play, according to Doc. But with the unknown, I, I can't do it. I can tell you it's probably one of the games of the day. And for the best live TV content all in one place at the lowest price, you got to get Sling Blue Plus Sports Extra. You can watch every touchdown live every Sunday afternoon with NFL Red Zone on Sling. If you don't already have NFL Red Zone, like what are you doing? Seriously, get NFL Red Zone. But for a limited time right now, with Sling Blue and add-on Sports Extra with NFL Red Zone for half off your first month. Regular price, 46 only 23 bucks now. You get the best deal on Red Zone, so you can catch all the touchdowns at the lowest price with Sling TV. Visit sling.com slash DraftKings to sign up today. Absolutely love NFL Red Zone. So I mentioned, no, I'm, I'm staying away from Bills Vikings for obvious reasons. Steelers, Saints, I like teasing the Steelers up to 8.5. Total there is 41.5. Colts Raiders. I am. I'm laying the six and a half with the Raiders. I'm laying it. Um, I know they were a disaster against the Jags, but the Colts seem like such a mess. I don't know what to expect. This is. I'm nervous about this one, but I'm because I wonder like how the Raiders will feel. I'm doing it. Two units on the Raiders. Laying the six and a half, I think Sam Ellinger stinks. I think the Raiders are going to bounce back. I think the Colts are a mess. I think Saturday, who I talked about on today's Raw Soccer Football Podcast, I love. But I think he's going to have some coaching mistakes, clock management, whatever. Who knows who's calling the plays? I just think the Colts are kind of a mess right now. So I'm laying the six and a half with the Raiders. Cowboys Packers. Packers are pretty beat up. I'm doing it. I don't like laying this many points very often, but I'm laying the five points with the Cowboys. Two units. No Dobbs is an issue for the Packers. No Rashawn Gary is an issue for the Packers. Laying the five with the Cowboys. Two units. Cardinals, Rams. By the way, the total for Colts Raiders, 42 and a half. Cowboys, Packers, 43. Cardinals Rams 43 and a half Rams are laying three I got nothing that's the right number for me in that game Chargers Niners how about the Niners laying seven totals 46 and a half Niners coming off a bye I could only lean to the Chargers here getting seven big ones uh, against the Niners and then Monday night football it's Eagles commanders a lot of respect for the birds Laying 11, that's a lean to Washington for me. I'm surprised the line is that big. I really am. I'm I'm very tempted to take the Commanders. I think the Eagles win the game, but the Commanders have been really good as of late. 11 points. That is a, that is a big number. In fact, I'm doing it. Washington um, plus 11. I'm putting two units on Washington. I just think that they've got a pretty darn good team. They've been playing well. 11 points. Totals 43 and a half. Steve will be back next week. Really appreciate everybody for hanging in there with us this week. 
Check us out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL at Ross Tucker Pod. Appreciate all the info Dr. Chow gave at Pro Football Doc, sickscore.com. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.